Hey, how's it going? It's your boy Chris for the Rupal. And if you're hearing this, you're probably going, hey, what, what what's going on here? What's going on here? <laughs> well, see, we went through a rebrand. The original podcast was called Speaking of Which. And I didn't want to get rid of a certain number of these episodes um, because I was like, they kind of relate to Drunken Book Club and I wanted to keep them alive. So I wanted to keep these adventure episodes alive with the rebranding. So... Here it is, here's the message letting you know what's kind of going on, why I didn't say welcome to Drunken Book Club, or talking about what we drank, yada 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 kind of thing. Um, but here it is, and our new socials for this series are dbc underscore pod, not, at, not the old one, that's our Twitter account, <laughs> and possibly Instagram come soon. And we also have our Patreon at patreon.com slash drunkenbookclub, where you can pay a dollar and tell us what book to read, and... To have a jovial time with us. All right, thanks for joining me, and you guys enjoy the episode. Bye bye. Hey, just wanted to kind of let you all know that we've restarted our Patreon at patreoncom speaking of which, uh, there's a bunch of new tier options out there for you guys. Really hope you guys can help support us because we do this completely for free because we can, but we could really use the additional support, especially in these kind of trying times. So, without further ado, here's the newest episode, and thanks. Also, if you do start pitching, uh, every episode's going to start this way from now on, so haha, suckers, you always have to hear it, and you'll always get to hear your name, even if you just pitch a dollar. So hey, we appreciate it, and stay tuned. Speaking of which, I am your host, Christopher the Rupal. Uh, I am joined today by Sam, Sam. <laughs> and, <laughs> and two and others. And? 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 Well, Weiss, actually. I don't know what to say. And? <laughs> and the Weiss. Uh, I'm the only one with uh, the the. <laughs> <laughs> and we're here to, I, I think it's it's been a while since we've done one, but I think it's time we give some people some goosebumps. And... I have three choices for books for you guys to choose from. We can do A Night in Werewolf Woods. Let's, I'll show you the picture Ooh. of that. We can do Beware the Beastly Babysitter. There's a rat on the cover there. <laughs> or, in preparation for school's about to come back in the session, Zombie School. Oh. Yo, let's do that one. I mean, we have to go for <laughs> All right, Zombie werewolf. School it is. Werewolf right. Woods for another time, because I legit want to see what that one is. Oh, hold up. I got to show you the... I'll show you again on this. That one looks like a bear. This one looks like a bear more than a wolf. It does. It looks like a raccoon bear. <laughs> All righty. So, uh, kind of to just establish, I don't care if you guys make jokes. It's I want you guys to make fun of this book, because these books are terribly fun. So don't be afraid to comment or say something, okay? That's great. That's what I'd say. Be funny, be happy, be legit. I thought you were going to say be healthy, and I was going to be like, <laughs> wow. Zombies. I'm just going to take a sip of my hibiscus tea. Thank you, Sam, for brewing it. You're welcome. All right, Luis, do you want to predict what happens in zombie school? Oh, yeah. um, Any predictions? The children are the ones who spread the disease the most. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that, is, uh, that is cheating, because that's too obvious. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think they, they start in... English lecture 
and they get just so bored that one of them just starts to twitch and they're like amy are you okay and she's like i'm fine hey can i go to the bathroom and then someone else goes to the bathroom and amy's in there and they like spread the zombie virus of boredom i was i was actually gonna say that uh they then they start dancing to like thriller the janitor did it oh well let's find out guys accepted the letter says you still can't believe it and you've read the letter a hundred times but now you're on a bus headed toward Rainwash boarding school spell r-a-n-r-a-n-e wash weird spelling wow yes no subtlety right it's true you got in and with a full scholarship, some of the most famous people in the country went to Rainwash Boarding School. Yeah, like who? Can you say book? <laughs> Why am I making fun of the book? I'm trying to like, I'm trying to like, who would go to Brainwash? You wonder in who, our reality. You wonder who. Wake up, sheeple. <laughs> wake up. You wonder who you'll be sitting next to in class. The kids of movie stars? Sports heroes? Maybe even astronauts. You fold the acceptance letter and glance around the bus. Mostly the other kids seem as jittery as you are. They may have famous parents, but the first day of school makes everyone nervous. You glance at your watch. You should almost be there by now. You watch the dense forest go by outside. The thick trees block out the sun. Yikes! What was that? It looked like something big moving through the trees. You squint, pressing your face close to the glass. Whoa, there it is again. Leap to page two. So this is that's terrifying already, right? <laughs> a huge black dog stares out at you from the trees. What? Its red eyes lock onto yours. Its long fangs glisten. You glance around the bus. No one else has noticed the creature. And when you peer back into the forest, it's gone. Uh, that's the freakiest dog I've ever seen. You you think? The bus moves. Not gonna lie, black dogs are ominous in general. <laughs> oh no, I've had black. I, I've black dogs are usually the dumbest ones. Like I've I've house sad enough of them. They just tend to, to look. Lisa. They'll sometimes look creepy, but then they'll just like stare at you, and then they'll sit on the couch and watch a TV show for three hours straight. Yeah, my my friend has uh, a skinwalker story involving a black dog. Oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah. Something that happened to him? Yeah, to, to her, yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Out in Mexico. Oh, jeez. Two, <laughs> yeah. two of the sweetest dogs I've ever owned were black. Uh, it was a black Labrador named Sable and a black Sharpay named Rerun. Two of the sweetest dogs. Rerun saved my life as a baby. Rerun? Yep, Rerun. That's a great name. He was, oh, my goodness. He was such a sweet dog. Oh, cute. Was he a replacement for a previous dog of the same breed? I don't think so. That, I think he's the only Sharpay we ever had. That would be a rebound. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's a rerun. <laughs> I got that, though. I get you. I see what you did there. That's cute. Uh, the bus moves through a gate and up a winding drive. Whoa! Rainwash is big and gray with towers and spires made of stone. It looks like an old castle. Excellent! You all pile off the bus. New students are each assigned an older Rainwash student as a guide. After a quick visit to your new quarters, you have to get to homeroom, your guide explains. You hand over your heavy suitcase and follow him. Wow, you shout when you get to your room. What a setup! 
You have your own computer, a stereo, and a TV. This is the best. Ooh, okay, you're at a boarding school? That is swanky like, for a boarding school. Yeah, I'm like, can you're I go there? That. Your own stereo. <laughs> your own computer, Not stereo, that. and TV. Like, your own Damn. TV? Like, also, who gives a TV to, I'm guessing this is like a high school kid or like a middle school? Yeah, I'm pretty sure like middle school. Yeah. Yeah, no homework is getting done in that room. Definitely. Yeah, exactly. If you have a TV, stereo, and a computer, nothing's getting done. You're not my dad. That's what I hear. <laughs> Homeroom is just down this hall. Your guide tells you as he leaves, don't be late and don't get caught in the halls during classes. No problem. You're so psyched to be here. You don't want to be late. You head for the door and spot a little piece of paper wedged between two stones in the wall. Huh. What's that? You pry it out. Read it on page three. Okay. No, no decision yet. All right. Right. As I was like, no decision. not to read it? Uh, no, you have to read it. Because it's the first sentence on the page. <laughs> <laughs> They're laying on the, the pre-plot. Mm-hmm. I was about to say, your first decision isn't for another three pages. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. Rainwash Boarding School is Brainwash Boarding School, the paper reads. I'm going to read that again. Rainwash Boarding School is Brainwash Boarding School. I don't know. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> I'm so shocked. <laughs> I already gave it away. Like, come on. We know right? you're proud of your joke, but like, don't pat yourself on the back. <laughs> right? It's just like, yeah, R.L. Stein's just like, mm, I got this one. I got this one, guys. <laughs> Let me guys remind you that there was a good joke, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope you guys thought my wordplay was really funny. Ha! You snort. That's a good one. You <laughs> you head toward homeroom. The classroom isn't far, and soon you're settled into a desk. You glance at your homeroom teacher. Totally weird looking. You decide. Or, oh my god, I said that really weird. Totally weird looking. You decide. She has a pinched face and long red fingernails. And really strange. She's wearing a monocle in one eye. Hold up, hold up. This well, you tend to wear monocles in only one eye. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Sam. Did this guy really just not say anything about the note? He was just like, hmm, okay, cool. He oh, just said, he just said, huh, and that's it. That's all he said. He like, just he said, was just huh. like, sounds fake, but okay. Yeah, I was about to say, it's, he's right. probably, I, I'm weird. assuming that he probably thinks it's just like a joke they play on new people. That's my guess. That's valid. And also, like, that's, that's an easy joke for a kid to make and be like, oh, it's, you know, stupid teenage humor or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. I am Miss Sims. Welcome to Rainwash Boarding School, she begins. A place where rules are very important. If you disobey the rules, you will get demerits. She continues. That's a paddling. <laughs> That's paddling. Just to and continue on, like, your voice for her and <laughs> the fact that her name is Miss Sims sounds like Miss Simeon from The Amazing World of Gumball. <laughs> oh my god, I did not realize that. I, 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 I'm glad you realized it because I didn't realize it until you said it. I that was unintentional. Thank you. <laughs> and she sounds like a terrifying teacher too. Mm-hmm. And any student who reaches twenty-five demerits will end up in the detention wing. Something about the way Miss Sims says the word sends a chill up your spine. What happens in the detention wing? You wonder, as if she can read your mind. Detention. <laughs> the teacher explains. <laughs> in the detention. <laughs> <wing>. <laughs> 
right? In the detention <laughs> wing. Sorry. We make examples out of bad students. Maybe you'd like to see one of our examples. Miss Sims points at the door. Like next to Miss Sims is just an assistant that's deadpan, like Sam just says Det- really <laughs> normal stuff. Like, oh, detention happens. You you have to sit at a te- you have to sit at your desk and do your homework quietly. No, you're not <laughs> even allowed, allowed to do your to homework. Talk to the people. Takes out all the excitement. Perfect. Mm-hmm. You you have to sit at your desk quietly for 15 minutes after class. You're not allowed to talk to the students next to you. <laughs> no. No. The horror. Miss Sims points at the door. It opens, and you all gasp. Open to page four. Still no decision, guys. Gasp. Standing in the doorway is a student about your age. But he looks totally weird. His skin is bluish green. His eyes are unfocused, as if he's staring at something a million miles away. His arms hang slack at his sides. Whoa, you think? What's wrong with him? He's obviously a zombie. (laughs) He shuffles forward. Then he mumbles, It's good to obey the rules. His ragged voice makes your skin crawl. He looks like a zombie, the kid beside you whispers. He sure does, you think. What's going on here? Oh, Sam froze there. (laughs) Wait a minute. This must be some kind of a new student joke. This guy's not for real. Ha! They didn't fool you. This is what happens to bad students, Miss Sims threatens. Think about that. I'll be back in a minute. She leads the zombie, in quotes, out of the room. You chuckle. Time to show everyone what a joke this whole thing is. You stride to the teacher's desk. Well, class, you say in imitating Miss Sims' voice. Does anyone want to break the rules now? Oh, no. A few kids laugh. You put Miss Simmons' monocle in one eye. Yikes! What you see through it stops you cold. Grab hold of page five. My question is, why didn't you take it with her to leave the room? She wanted to give someone a Maybe it's like a, is it her cheaters? Are those her reading monocle things? I don't know. Hmm? It's not real. Like you realize it's just a piece of, it's, it's not at all useful. She just yeah, uses it to look smart. That's the real shocker. Yeah, it's just glass. That's it. I would totally wear a monocle for the power of it. Yes. 100% agree. I'm going to say, I don't disagree. I'm just saying that that would be the greatest. Like, it's it does that, and then it's like, oh, it's just, just it's nothing. Right? <laughs> That's a power move. All right. The classroom looks completely different. The chalkboards that were empty a second ago are now covered with the words obey without question and work, don't play. Okay, he legit just ripped work, off. Bitch. He, he's ripping off, what's it called? Uh, uh, they Live. Yeah. I was about to say. Because that movie revolves around a guy, Roddy Roddy Pipey's character, finding a pair of sunglasses, and he sees the truth, and it has stuff like this, and seeing aliens. Oh my god. This is, I, I, I think I have to send this to Goosebuds and be like, they ripped off, they live. So, but that, that's for me to know. Arr. Your eyes fall on an open book on your teacher's desk. Through one eye, it seems like a normal textbook, but through the monocle lens, you see the same words over and over again. Never question authority. You glance at the other students. Some are smiley. (laughs) Some are smiley. Some are smiling, waiting for your next joke. But some of them look different through the monocle. 
Their eyes are glassy. Their skin is greenish blue. Oh my God, it is freaking, what's it called? It is they live. Hey, you think? They look like the zombie kid. And they have big red numbers on their clothes. Like on prison uniforms, you realize. What exactly oh, no, is the fun in this place? Oh no, it's the school to jail pipeline. Personified. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> what exactly is going on in this place? Then you hear footsteps. Miss Sims is coming. You have to get back to your seat. Maybe if you keep the monocle, you can use it to find out what's going on. But what if you get caught with it? Maybe you should just put it back. So here's your first decision, guys. You can either keep the monocle or put the monocle back. Yo, I vote for keeping it. All right. Keep it. All right. I, yeah, I'm not voting. I was going to say don't. <laughs> All right. That's what I say. We want to turn into a zombie as quick as possible. So we'll keep it. <laughs> I, too, want to look powerful and intimidating to impress my, my the students. Since we're in a new area, and if we go by prison rules, you've got to establish dominance early on. My dad says that whenever you're in a jail-type situation, the best way to survive is to take out the biggest guy there. That way you establish who's boss right from the get-go. Or you can hang yourself with your pants. He says that's another way to go. <laughs> I'm going to laugh. It, it says, put the monocle pack. Um, turn to page six, and then keep the monocle. Skip to page fifty-eight. Well, I'm, I'm God, for... you guessed the correct number of what yeah! page we're going to. Uh, what's it yeah. called? To keep the monocle, go to page fifty-eight, and to put the monocle back, go to page ninety-three. Good job, guys. Nice. I might be Miss Simeon's very deadpan assistant. <laughs> uh, I just, I just imagine L.R. Stein's just gonna, what's the word, uh, uh, scold us again. You're, the stealing is wrong. Go back to page four. <laughs> no, that's that's not. I don't know, not sometimes like you'll, okay, thank God. Well, and usually it will be something like open the door, and you'll be like, "Don't open the door. It's scary." And they'll be like, "Don't be a pussy. Do it." <laughs> exactly. Alrighty. So I turn to page fifty-eight because we're keeping the eyeglass or monocle. Sorry, you decide to keep the monocle. There's more going on here than meets the naked eye, and the monocle might be the only way to find out what it is. You slip it into your pocket and sprint to your desk. Miss Sims enters just as you reach your seat. She explains that all classes will head to the assembly hall soon, but first she'll call the roll. Why didn't he just say roll call? Sorry. <laughs> she peers for a moment at her desk, puzzled as if looking for something. Did anyone see my monocle? She asks. Did you check your face? <laughs> <laughs> you sure hope no one tells on you, but as you watch in horror, a dozen students raise their hands and you realize they're the ones who looked like zombies through the monocle. Gulp, looks like you're in trouble. Get turned in on page 42. I knew it. Billy? Miss Sims points at the zombie student. Who took my... The bell sounds. Oh dear, the teacher mutters. I didn't even have time to roll, call the roll. And now you must all go to the assembly hall. Who? saved by the bell. Just like Zach Morris. Zach Morris is trash. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) The students head for the door, and you jump into the middle of the crowd. Roll was never even called, you reason. So no one even knows your name. You're safe for now. You head for the assembly hall. 
Crowds of students surge out of every classroom. As you walk, you check out the rest of the school. It seems normal enough, you think. Murals along the halls, drinking fountains, rows of lockers. Maybe the stress of being in a new school is getting to you, you reason. Maybe you just imagined what you saw through the monocle. You slip it out of your pocket and sneak it into your eye for a quick glance around. Take a peek on page 107. I'm just surprised at how fast she just let that go. Right. Yeah, like, you know, I, I dismiss you, not the bell. Over, like, yeah. And I've had I teachers get... that it was like there was one sentence left on a page and they wouldn't let us go. Yeah. Wow. Same. I was about to say, so I had like, a lot of teachers I say. Like was, but I guess if it was one of those that you don't want your students to be the last ones in an assembly yeah. thing, I guess. Yeah. I feel like she's a stickler for the rules. Like, the rules are really important here. So, I mean, like, dang. I do. Yeah, I, so. I was about to say, she has to get them, she has to rally them up. You're right. The stress of being in a new school is getting to you because this school is whacked out. Your breath catches in your chest as you gaze through the monocle. Through its lens, you can see that the murals on either side of the hallway have hidden messages in them. Never think for yourself. Work is better than play. Never be in the hall without a pass. You glance quickly through the monocle at the students crowding the hall. Just like in the classroom, a lot of them have bluish green skin and glassy eyes and numbers on their clothes that are invisible without the monocle. Play isn't really that much fun, you hear one numbered student proclaim. That's right, another agrees. Work is much better. Whoa, you think? They talk just like the slogans on the walls. What's that about? Could it have anything to do with brainwashing? (laughs) You feel a hand on your shoulder. Gulp. What's that you've got there? A voice asks. Take a look on page 60. It's your little brother, Jimmy. I think it's a fellow student. I don't think it's going to be a teacher. It's your little brother, Jimmy. I think you're right. You turn around. The voice belongs to a student. You catch a glimpse of him through the monocle. Before you cram it back in your pocket, his skin is normal colored, not blue. Woo! That makes you feel better. Those zombie students creep you out. Um, nothing, you stammer. Just this thing I found on the floor. He shrugs and turns away. You peer around the assembly hall and see a big sign that says class selection. There are sign-up tables all along the walls. Someone hands you a class selection form. Well, you guess you'd better use it. Pick your classes. Write down four of them in any order from the list below. Be sure to include the room number. And when you finish class selection, the bell rings. Okay, guys. So you guys legit get to choose what classes you go to. First is art, then computing, English, gym, history, and science. So you have to choose four. Okay. Um, I think gym would be hilarious if there's zombies involved because shambling around crazily. Yeah. So I vote that. I'm down for that. Uh, yeah, gym sounds fun. Okay, we have to choose right, four, so others. that's one. I want to say computer. I kind of want to say computers. I'm not sure why, but... Computing? All right. It seems, like, pretty central to the whole, like, brainwash thing because of how people stare at screens, so... I'm okay... Wait, I'm I'm okay, jeez, with computers because of the monocle. I want to see what the computer will say with the monocle. Lisa, are you a zombie? Yes. Kind of stuttered there. I kind of limp like one, sure. (laughs) Okay, so Jim computing, and we need two more. (laughs) We have art, English, history, and science. 
what's the rest? Art. Art. Okay. I kind of want to hear zombie history. Yes. History. So art and history. Okay. I'm just writing it down for me. Um, okay. So I have that written down. Uh, I'm also going to write the page that I found these on so I don't lose it. Okay. So turn to page 135. Oh gosh, that's far. Uh, you look up from your brand new schedule. Time to go to class, several teachers instruct, you, instruct the students. Fine, you think. Maybe there you can find out more about what's going on. So it says to turn to the page that corresponds to the room number. So we chose Jim first. So we're going to page 77, okay? Okay. Oh, sweet. Oh, this is a long one. <laughs> it's not hard to find room 77, a huge gym at one end of the school. Suit up, a man with a whistle shouts. Hmm, must be the coach. You find your way to the locker room and change your clothes. Too bad you're the last one out of the, on the gym floor. The angry-looking coach glares at you. His muscles ripple under his clothes. This guy's, oh, this guy's swole. Uh, get in line, he growls. You move to the end of the long line of kids. You all follow the coach to an Olympic-sized pool. Then the coach pulls out a pair of glasses and scans the class. The way he's staring through them reminds you of Miss Sims and her monocle. Wait a minute. Do his glasses work like the monocle, you wonder? Does every teacher here have one of those freaky lenses? The coach walks along the line of nervous students. You all must be pretty smart to be in this school, he grumbles. But being smart isn't everything. You've got to be fit, too, he continues. Oh, that's going to say tough. <laughs> or you don't belong here. That's why today we're climbing the Eliminator. Ooh, it's just like, uh, what's it called? Um, that one Nickelodeon show, uh, the, the aggro crag, uh, Guts, there we go. Oh, yeah. He points up, gulp, you can see why it's called the Eliminator. Climb to page 114. <laughs> It'll be funny if we die from the Eliminator. <laughs> the Eliminator is a rope far above you, stretched from one end of the gym to the other. It must be 40 feet off the ground. Of course, we wouldn't want you to get hurt, the coach explains. That's why the Eliminator hangs over the pool. Most students who fall will land in the water. Most? You swallow nervously. What is this guy trying to do? Kill you? Alphabetical yes. order, <laughs> the coach shouts. Abigail Abbey approached the Eliminator. Abigail Abbey, that's such a bad name. I wonder if that's a reference Abigail to the Beatles. Abbey. See, all I can think of is just like somebody, like, in a very obvious disguise, like a reporter, being yes. like, yes, I'm Abigail. <laughs> I'm not an adult woman. What is this, never been she, kissed? She doesn't even thinking. go here. I know, this. what is this 40-year-old person doing in this children's school? I was thinking of a wet, hot American summer. <laughs> Always love myself some wet, hot American summer. Uh, let's see here, Abby. Bah, bah, bah. A short girl steps forward timidly. The coach points to a rope ladder at one end of the eliminator. Abigail climbs it and peers across the gym to the other side. She grasps the eliminator with one hand, then the other, and soon is dangling over your head. Abigail continues, hand over hand, reaching the middle of the rope in no time. Yes, you think? Keep going, Abigail. You, you don't know her, but you're very supportive. That's good. But then <laughs> she slows down. Her hands shake as she reaches forward. Abigail struggles to hold on, but one hand slips from the rope. Oh no, you think? She's going to fall. Land on page 88. 
my I hope, goodness. I hope she's over the pool because it's gonna make me so sad if she isn't. I'm I'm kind of like cracks her head open. I'm like this is probably gonna be our uh, girl companion that we always have apparently in these stories. Yeah, you you almost always have at least two friends. So <laughs> yeah, your breath catches in your throat as Abigail tumbles through the air. Splash! She disappears underwater for a few horrible moments. Where is she, you wonder? Is she okay? Finally, Abigail surfaces, sputtering and coughing. Whew, you think, but your relief doesn't last long. Wash out! The coach screams, blowing his whistle. The water in the pool starts to bubble, and a giant whirlpool forms in the center? What the fudge? Oh my goodness. What's happening? Wow. This school sucks. Can you believe they keep it? They have to use brainwashing to keep their kids. <laughs> right? Abigail shrieks as she's pushed, pushed one way and then another by the waves. Then her body is pulled <laughs> toward the giant whirlpool. Oh no, she's being sucked in. You gulp as she's washed <laughs> down into a drain at the bottom of the pool. She's gone. The next kid to you starts to shake. This place is seriously scary, he stutters. No kidding. You whisper back, next, the coach shouts. Whoa, are you next? Alphabetical order, remember? So here's the choices. If your last name starts with A to M, turn to page 117. If your last name starts with N to Z, go to page 33. So I think we have to unanimously say what the first letter of our last name is and go off of that. So R for me, obviously. H. All right. Y for me. (laughs) All right, so we're N to Z then. H for me. So Sam's the only one in the A to M, so she gets to die while the rest of us get to live. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, so we're going with the N to Z page because three of us have uh, the N to Z area. So page 33 for us. Whew. Thank God we're not going to die. <laughs> Sweat rolls down your back as one student after another tries the Eliminator. It'll be a while till they get to you, you realize. Ah! You wince as another student is sucked from the pool down into the dark tunnel. You have to clench your teeth to keep from screaming with fear. This is terrifying to me. I don't know why. They're literally (laughs) being flushed down a toilet of doom. Yeah, honestly, that was like part of my childhood. The most terrifying part of a bubble bath was letting when it was going down the little warm. warm. Yeah, at the very bottom when it's draining out. Rogrets. Rogrets had something with that in an episode, if I remember, and that's what made me scared. They, of it. they no, they did. Chucky was scared of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I that episode. Please let this class be over soon. Please just let the bell ring. You think you're next? The couch. The couch. The coach shouts. I should have been doing it like Coach <laughs> McGurk. I don't know why I'm doing it with like uh, Dragic Vader. <laughs> oh no, he's pointing at you. You approach the rope ladder slowly. Your stomach twists with fear. Will you be able to survive the Eliminator? Your fingers touch the ladder, and the bell rings. Woo! We'll be starting with you next time. The coach grumbles. Are there any kids left, though? <laughs> like, who's going to exit with you? Like five. <laughs> Looking down at you with his burning eyes. Oh, great, you think. Can't wait. So, go to the next class on your schedule. So, uh, our next one is computing. So we're going to page 122. Okay, and I'm also very thankful. Uh, he actually put a little thing of check the list on page 60. That's very, that was very kind of R.L. Stein to put in there. That is nice. Coach. They call me coach. I just wanted to do Jarjic Bader. 
time for computing class. They also couch. <laughs> time for computer <laughs> class. Room 122 is a full is full of brand new computers, one on each desk. All right, I got to see what year this book came out to kind of think of what kind of computers they are. I can be I can be the testament to that cuz I went through that era. And honestly, is this like a jealousy thing? Is he specifically noting that these computers are newer than the one that's already been freely given to him in his dorm room? I yeah, I was about to say he might be. He might be a little jelly. Right. So this book came out in ninety nine. So these are so yeah, not too bad of computers. Windows ninety eight. When I hit fifth grade, it was about to about the hit two. It was in the two thousand. So we had nothing but Macs when we were younger, like the old ass Macs at Little Red School. So, but we only had like five working HP computers. (laughs) I remember we got the compacts my fifth grade year. Yeah, I was, and and I was so mad that I had to give up. I was gone by that point. I remember I was so mad because I was so excited for computer time and I had to do gate during computer time. Oh, that's what you get for being smart. (laughs) Yeah, basically. Do tell because I have not experienced gate. Well, public school, basically. Um, Basically, gate was like a program for like gifted and talented education. uh, Education, that's what it was. Mm -hmm. So it was basically like, so they had it in high school but the one in elementary school was very much like weird it was basically trying to get the adhd kids to pay attention in school because they were all the smart kids but like instead of actually doing their schoolwork, they're doing something else of like total unimportance yeah yeah so it was uh, it might for me it was kind of nice because we did a lot more stuff that people didn't really do in their classes like i in middle school, I learned about the brain and the neural system in my in my gate class, rather than oh, what well, we gonna talk about history again today about slaves? Oh, it's yeah, I know, but I've heard that in elementary school too. We All ran an time. election where somebody bought our votes, and she brought candy. <laughs> oh, oh, we did that too in my middle school. They're like, let's do school present. And I was like, oh, I might vote for this one person. This person's like, I have candy, and I'm like, sold. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, you sit down and your computer flicks on automatically. Whoa, this is sweet! The girl next to you proclaims. That's a girl voice. <laughs> uh, the teacher Wait. clears her throat. Today, you're going to find out how much you know about computers, she announces. You can use your computer to do anything you want. Surf the internet, send email, look up information about the school, whatever. So start working. No problem, you think. You've always had a knack for computers. The girl next to you jumps into her work, but as you try out the programs, your head starts to feel funny. You glance around the room. All the other students seem strangely sleepy. Even the girl next to you has slowed down. Her face looks slack and tired. Pretty good machines, huh? You say to her. Must work, she murmurs. Work is important. Hmm. Maybe you should take a quick look through your monocle and see what's up. You put the little lens to your eye. Tickled. Take a look on page 36. I mean, it's, she's clearly a zombo. <laughs> what you see makes your heart beat faster. Hidden messages flash on your computer screen. Obey without thinking. Don't question authority. Work all the time. There are hundreds of the messages going by, and it feels as if they're zooming straight into your brain. Oh no, you think? 
this computer has been programming you. <laughs> Sorry, I think it's funny. That's, 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 In Soviet <laughs> Russia, computer programs, programs you. you. Yep, that, that was what I was thinking, actually. I don't know why I got Spaceballs vibe out of that. Well, pizza goes out for you. For you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to put the quote in there. <laughs> uh, there must be some way you can turn off these messages. You fiddle with a button on your monitor, and the messages seem to fade away. Whew. You decided it's safe to put away the monocle. Now what? Maybe you should have a look at the school's database. Wow, that's some hacking right there. It might help you, f- it might help you find out what's going on here. That's what I'd say. He's going to hack. Or you could send an email to your parents. You could tell them to come and get you out of this freaky place. Hmm, what should you do? So you can check out the school's database or send an email. Which one do you guys choose? Ooh, I want to hack the system. I think parents should be involved. What do you think? All right, Weiss, you're the tiebreaker. Hacker email. Uh, in, in our, what's the word? In our... Society. Uh, in, no, Goosebumps Society. Parents don't do crap. <laughs> mm. Adults don't do crap, so I ain't going with the adults. All right, we're going to hack. That's my thought is. So we agree on hacking. We're going to page 105. Sounds good to me. You just start typing, I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> you click on the school's database. Information about the school's founder, Dr. Rainwash, pops in onto the screen. It seems he invented the way of using hidden messages to make people think a certain way. Oh, the guy named Rainwash brainwashes? Ooh, ooh. Oh my god. Like They're eating him. He wanted to be an artist or something, but he was like, dang it, my last name is just, it's so perfect if I go into neuroscience. <laughs> Did you just equivalent this guy to being like Hitler? <laughs> <laughs> oh no maybe would that was the one with <laughs> maybe maybe uh cool you think just like the hidden messages are all around the school and in the computer this is fun almost as much fun as obeying wait was that what was that thought and why did you think it could the computer's hidden messages be working on you but you thought you turned them off oh well it doesn't matter. Oh, no. You wish you had some work to do because work is good. You raise your hand and the teacher comes over. Could you give me some work, please? You ask. Work is good. Funny. That's not how you usually talk. But the teacher seems to understand. Why don't... No, wait. How did... well, was her voice? She was a... Uh... Why don't you write your parents a letter telling them how you want to stay here as rainwash for the next vacation to do lots and lots Rain. of work, she suggests. You try to shake your head no, but you can't. Work your way to page 25. Oh, shoot, guys. You nod. I'll stay here during the next vacation, you decide. And maybe even the one after that to do lots and lots of work. Now that's the... Now start on that letter, the teacher orders. You click on the word processing program. As you write your letter, you hear a funny sound, as if there's a voice screaming in your head. It's saying that you don't want to work all the time, that you like going on vacations. But that doesn't make sense. Working is the best thing to do. Besides, the teacher told you to write this letter, and obeying is good. Wow, with that attitude, you have a feeling you'll be obeying the teachers 
here at Rainwash Boarding School for a long time. And while you're following orders, obey this. Close this book because you've reached the end. First death. First death. So do you guys you guys want to write a write an email to your mom instead? <laughs> yeah, what would have happened? Let's find out. I, I I made sure to write down the page. So we're gonna write an email, page sixty-six. See, I was originally gonna say email if it wasn't for that we can somehow hack the system. <laughs> I, I think what it is is that a database is just saying we're able to look at like the history of the school and stuff the and plot. look at stuff like that. Yeah. You're going to the school page. That's all you're doing. Uh, let's see. They made it sound way cooler than it was. Yeah. yeah. Like, I was thinking like you're like hacking and then you're like, I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. I know that, that Mega 64 GIF of like Rocco on all the computers at Best Buy. <laughs> yeah. All right. So page 66. You click on the email program. The chattering sound of a modern, ugh, of a modern, of a modem connection comes from the computer. A window to write your email in pops open. You type in your parents' address and start a letter. I think something funny is going on here at Rainwash. All the students seem like zombies or something. I found this Hello, monocle Fada. that... Hello, Fada. <laughs> <laughs> I found this monocle that, show... <laughs> that shows hidden messages everywhere. It's almost as if they want to program the students. Ding! A message box pops up on your computer. <gasps> Report to the detention wing immediately! Yikes! Uh, yeah. They've been watching our emails. Yep. What you were writing was being monitored. You're caught. The teacher stands. She puts a firm hand on your shoulder and leads you to the door. Two men in uniform wait outside to escort you to the detention oh, wing. Time to head to page 28. That's... Told that's, your parents but, but, yay. It's, I'm going to say up front, page 28 is not at least an, is not an ending like the last one. True. I kind of saw it coming. And it's not the parents' fault for this one. Yeah, I was about to say, you guys wanted to steal the monocle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I like the idea of stealing a monocle. That's that's a good good thing to do. Stealing's good, kids. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Detention wing reads the sign on the wall. No, your mind screams. You remember the empty-eyed zombie student from the detention wing you saw in homeroom. Are you going to wind up like him? You glance around. The room is full of nervous students. Sign in and sit down. Orders a uniformed guard. You will be tested in the order you arrived. Tested, you think? How and on what? You write your name in a big, musty book by the door. Whoa. You stare at the book. There must be thousands of names in here. You sit in an empty chair. One by one, the students are called to be tested. They disappear behind a big metal door at one end of the room. When the first student comes back out, he looks normal. Not like a zombie at all. You think maybe this place isn't so bad, right? Immediately, it's like, dude, hold this for me. <laughs> uh, Have someone live on the the protest or whatever. Mm-hmm. The revolution. Revolution. Maybe this place isn't so bad after all. But then the second student returns. Her face is now ghastly bluish green. Her eyes are completely empty. Gulp. Maybe she failed the test. The third student doesn't come out at all. Then the guard calls your name. Yikes. It's your turn. Take your turn on page 99. All right, guys. We have to act like a brainwashed zombie. We have to say work is good. Then let's go. All righty. Work, 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 work. 
You, tr- you try to stand up, but your legs are trembling too hard. The guard barks your name again. He glares angrily around the room. You shrink back down into your seat. Maybe if you just sit here, he'll call the next name. Then you could try to sneak out somehow. You know, <laughs> you know you don't want to take the detention wing test. But what if you can't get away? If you get caught, you'll be in more trouble than ever. What should you do? So here's your choices. You either can take the test or keep quiet and try to escape. Okay, if we have the monocle, we can cheat the test. Okay. Yeah, I would say let's let's try the test. All right. Noelia, Pido what about you? It looks like that's what we're doing. Honestly, this is the first time that I've been stumped. I don't know what's the right choice. <laughs> All right, I have the page written down just in case. Honestly, it might be en- ending up like the, the computer where stuff starts popping up. But I don't know. All righty. So I, uh, this is another one with a choice, guys, all right? There's no way to escape. You decide, glancing around the well-guarded room. Here, you cry. The guard points toward the metal door. You walk through the door. A white-haired woman sits behind a huge desk. She peers at you over her glasses. You shudder. Something in her eyes is positively evil. I'm trying to think of a voice for her. <laughs> I think I'm going to make her sound like a guy because I, I don't have any more women voices. Hey, I'm Miss Pierce. You you are here because you can't follow the rules, she begins. But even students doing? with behavior problems are sometimes useful, if they're smart. Useful? You wonder what that means. I'm going to give you a test, Miss Pierce ans- announces. It will consist of one logic problem. Gulp, you sit down. I'm going to say this normally just so you guys can get it. There is a mill with seven corners, she begins. In each corner stand three bags. On each bag sit seven cats. Then the miller and his wife come into the mill. How many feet are now in the mill? Uh, you stall. What kind of a question is that? You'll never figure it out. Answer the or answer the question, Miss Pierce barks. No. To repeat, there are three bags. Uh, each bag sits on seven cats. So that's 14 are at seven, seven cats times four for, for, for feet. Then the miller and his wife come into the mill. So that's four more feet. Who's got the answer? How many feet is that? Um, I'm still very confused. Can you like read the whole thing again? I will. Okay, this I'll go ahead. This is the question we need to answer. <laughs> uh, there is a mill with seven corners. In each corner stand three bags. On each bag sit seven cats. Then the miller and his wife come into the mill. How many feet are now in the mill? So there's three bags per each corner. Yes. And there are seven corners. So that's 21. And then there's three cats per each quarter. Or seven no, cats. No, for each bag. So on seven, each bag. Seven on times each bag sits seven cats. Is 147, if I'm doing my math right. All right, so, so pretty much is if your answer is more than 20, turn to page 52. If your answer is less than 20... <laughs> So it's clearly oh, over okay. 20. Yeah. What if there's a paraplegic cat that has no legs? Okay, I'm pretty sure what it's still both over 20. Of the... <laughs> what if, what if one cat has a not are paraplegic? What if everyone's in wheelchairs? <laughs> Wait, they saw a feet. Why am I asking that? What Come if they're on, all Lieutenant Dan? <laughs> Come on, Arles, get it together. Okay, so, so you guys all say there's more than 20 feet, correct? Yes. Correct. All right, we're going to page 52. I, I'm actually kind of curious real quick. I'm going to see if the I'm other page guessing. ends on a fail. 
I'm okay, guessing they... he's doing that to see who will actually do the work. All right. It's a lot of feet, you tell Miss Pierce. I mean, it's got to be at least 90. Wrong! All right. Wrong. Miss Pierce cuts you off. There are only four feet in the mill. The cats have paws. Oh, no. You blew it. Get ready to become a zombie. The old woman cackles. She pushes a button on her desk. Ah! What's happening? Your chair tilts back. Metal cuffs clamp over your wrist. Robot hands sprout from the back of the chair. They grab your head and point it upward. (laughs) You see a huge TV on the ceiling. Words race by on the screen. Crazy slogans like, find the bad students, and student spies are cool. Fill your mind. No, you're being brainwashed. You clamp your eyes shut, but the robot chair's fingers pry your eyelids apart. You have to watch the slogan swirl through your head. Finally, the chair releases you. Ow, what a headache. But for some reason, you don't feel like a zombie. Well, back to class, Miss Pierce orders, to start your new job. Job, you echo. Buying, she answers, so we can catch other bad students before they break the rules. Spy your way on page 79. Wait, what? so did the other one lead to death? It did not lead to death. It led to another oh, no. one. All right, page oh, no. 79. Pretty sure this is still death. All right. No way, you shall. I won't spy on other kids. That's what you think, Miss Pierce cackles. She hands you a new schedule. It says you're spending next period in the library. The library is calm after this awful day. You can't help overhearing two students whispering to each other. This place is really weird, one mutters. Yeah, the other answers. Half the students act like someone replaced their brain with oatmeal. I don't know why I like that. You try to ignore them, (laughs) but something strange starts to happen. Your head starts to ache badly. Your brain feels like it's about to explode. You have to make the pain stop. You walk over to the students. Hi, you say. Instantly, your head feels better. The students start talking to you. As they tell you their suspicions about brainwash, your head starts to hurt again. You don't want to, but maybe you should turn them in. It may be the only thing that will will stop the pain. What should you do? So, you can either turn in the two students or mind your own business. I guess we're turning them in. All right, we got one for turning in. Survival. <laughs> Turn them in. <laughs> All right. Yeah, sure. Let's see where we go. All right. I'm just going to write down the page number. We'll probably end after this after this game over because I, I don't think we, we're going to ever be in a good place again. To turn in the two students, turn to page 29. You wow, decide so to turn... end this on a snitching note. I know. Snitches get stitches. I'm sorry, guys. You guys got to get stitches. <laughs> you decide to turn in the two students. You don't want to do it, but you can't take the pain. Peering over their shoulders, you read their names from their class schedules. Then, you head back to the detention wing. You give the names to Miss Pierce. I told you you'd be, you'd cooperate. She cackles cruelly. You feel guilty at first, but suddenly, an incredible feeling comes over you. as if It's as if your head is full of the most wonderful smells and taste and sounds. Wow. After a few minutes, you feel... He gave you heroin. That was your reward, Miss Pierce explains. Now go catch some more bad students. No way, you insist. But you can't help yourself. Every time you hear students crumble or complain, you just have to turn them in. Hey, you can't resist asking, would you like some cheese? Because you turned into a real rat in the end. (laughs) Nice. 
Oh. I was about to say. I mean, he gave us what we were deserving, so. I was about to say, I'm kind of curious what would happen. I'm wondering if your brain explodes if you don't turn them in. I'm going to I'm gonna turn to page six to find out I if your brain like explodes. I feel like that's what happens. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's at the end page. I'm going to go ahead and read it. So if you if you don't turn them in, you decide to mind your own business. You go back to your chair, trying to ignore the pain, but you can't. Your head pounds like someone's beating it with a baseball bat. Oh, no. You think you have to be a spy. You can't stand it anymore. You try to find the two students again, but the pain is so intense, you can't even see. Uh-oh, you think. You waited too long. As your vision grows dark, you wonder if your head really will explode. It sure feels like it will, which makes this the most horrible end. Yeah. See, and then they have to cover up your death. Right? That was kind of a brutal book. That's going to incriminate them. Hopefully. Everyone's dead! I was about to say, I'm going to look up uh, the good endings on the on the Goosebumps wiki and see if there's anything actually, like, actual good endings. <laughs> I, was actually, I was on my phone doing the same thing. Yeah, I guess it's too long for us to actually get there if we, like, pass the test correctly. Gosh, I'm really curious what would happen if we passed the test correctly. I'm honestly a little salty that that was, the, that it was a stupid quick trick question. Yeah. Yeah, really was. All right, so here are some good endings. You overwhelm the brain-sucking octopus so much that it shrinks away into nothingness. What? What? <laughs> you become the youngest news anchor in the country, and you report about Rainwash School closed down. All right, uh, your report gets Rainwash School closed down. You, pro- you broadcast subliminal messaging that deprograms all the zombies. Uh, That's you're, nice. wearing, you're wearing metal when you enter the brainwashing machine, which somehow reverses its effect so that the teachers obey you. You take charge of the school and put an end to all homework. <laughs> Dang. You find the right scent to control the dogs and use them to chase away the teachers. You are now trying to find a way to return the other students to normal. And here's an ambiguous ending. You and Kate are caught and brainwashed, but you are so delighted to obey brainwash that is presented as the happiest end of all. What? That's funny. That's an ambiguous. Yeah, I I get it. See, I have the list of bad endings. Go ahead ahead and read some funny ones. Let's see. uh, You call the police to help you. An officer comes to collect you, and you notice his class ring is from brainwashed. Oh, no! Oh, meaning he is a zombie too. He takes you to jail, so you can't tell the truth to anyone. Oh shoot! Hey. Oh, let me read one. While on a class trip, you're taken aside and led into a room where you are sedated, and all your organs are removed. Jeez. Literally. Let's see here. You go to the soccer field when you shouldn't be there, and are shredded up by a giant lawnmower. That's so random. You test out the scents that control the dogs, but you make the wrong combination of scents, uh, causing the dogs to attack you. Oh, there's one. A teacher writes an instruction on your forehead for the other students to attack you. (laughs) To uh, try to wash it off in the bathroom, but they catch you and beat you to death. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you escape town on a bus, but the movie played on the bus brainwashes you. You'll go on to turn your family and everyone else, you know, into zombies. Oh, man. 
Oh damn, I guess there's a run another runaway. It says one of the other runaways turns out to be a spy and throws you all back to school for your yeah. chains up to detention wing. There's actually uh, three three different stories for this one. That's pretty neat. Yeah, there's three, it looks like. Yeah, three different stories. Usually there's only two. Oh my goodness. Your friend Kate braces uh, her oh, her braces interfere with the brainwashing machine. So everyone comes under her control. She forces you to make her ice cream sandwich from scratch, starting with milking the cow. <laughs> I mean, that's, that, funny. That's, that's not that bad. I was about to say, you get to make ice cream sandwiches. She might give you a bite. That's great. All right. Oh, that was, a, that was an entire, interesting one. Yeah, this whole thing made me think of Psychonauts. Like, have you ever played Psychonauts? Yeah, I totally yeah. see what you mean. Yeah. Brain in a jar. Brain in a jar. Subliminal message stuff and mm-hmm. getting into people's minds, finding what makes them tick. Yeah, that's what I'd say. That's a good similarity or a good uh, b- 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 kind, of, kind of reference, you know? Comparison. Yeah. Comparison. Yeah. Thank you. Speaking of which, speaking of which, they're making a second one. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm a backer on it. Yep. Nice. I'm, I'm excited for improved graphics and hopefully a good story, too, because, I mean, like, a camp is great, but. Once you get into like super spy world, right. I, I expect great things. Yeah, I was about to say I love Double Fine, so I'm excited to see what they do for this one. So, did you see the trailer for it because they had a teaser trailer come out. Oh yeah, we, Ooh, I I'll need not. to see that. Yeah, we watched it. Oh no, we saw it on this the Switch. We didn't we didn't see this the previously. I'll look it up. Well. Thank you for joining us this week on Speaking of Witch, guys. Uh, if you enjoyed what you heard, make sure to like, subscribe, leave a review. It really helps. Uh, make sure to follow it on Facebook at Speaking of Witch Podcast and SOW underscore podcast on Twitter. If you like hearing my sultry voice, follow me at the underscore Rupal on Twitter and Instagram. Sam, where can they find you? They can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Berserker Rose. Weiss, are you anywhere they can find? Uh, mostly YouTube, uh, Force Left Hander. I get I, a little bit on Instagram, not much, but I'm starting to get into it. And then might be doing some future TikToks in the future. TikTok <laughs> yeah. on the clock. I think I said this last podcast about this Twitch stream, about my AMV contest. So I'll post those results and the stream when it comes time. I was somewhere about to say, got to share it on the Facebook and on the Twitter. Yeah, I know it's somewhere in August. And hey, make sure to follow our good buddy Juan, who couldn't join us today. Uh, he's at Voice of J Rod on Twitter and Instagram and LinkedIn. And make sure to go to his website, jrovo.com. All righty. Well, thank you for joining us for uh, the Give Yourself Goosebumps, guys. We got to do this. We got to do some more Give Yourself Goosebumps because they are fun to do. Yep. Yeah. That's uh... Uh, this is all of us signing out. Bye.